I can't I'm remember really what sorry. film it was we watched. We watched a film that was really <laughs> quiet. And then we put another film on and the lion came on and me, you and Richard literally shit ourselves. Okay, so what we'll do maybe is each one of us could do an intro and Dan can pick the best one. Yeah. But what about if we do our best Dan impression? You know yeah. how Dan introduces the pod and he puts his podcast voice on? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Too Much Time on Our Hands. It's the way that it'll just be like, <laughs> Hello and welcome. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> that's about as far as I'd be able to do. I actually quite like Lucy's intro. Do you want to introduce it? Surely it should be started with some sort of vampire impression. I want to suck your blood. Yeah. Hello and welcome. <laughs> That's almost as good as your Arnie impression. <laughs> that was an Arnie impression. <laughs> no, seriously, just introduce it and let's crack on. <laughs> just get myself composed. Hello and welcome to... Oh, fuck, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Who are you? Why are you in my conservatory? Carry on. Terry, over to you. Thank you, Lucy. Has everyone swallowed? (laughs) For now. (coughs) Just how I like it. I'm going to (laughs) spit. Lucy gargles, that's why she's got a sore throat. (laughs) Maybe I wouldn't have a sore throat if I did. And that's enough enough semen talk. Terry, take it away. We were talking about semen? (laughs) What are you talking about? Dunno. <laughs> Chips. <laughs> <coughs> oh. Alright. Dan's gonna love this. Gold. <laughs> it's nearly five minutes. <laughs> this is all going straight in the banter folder. <laughs> straight in the bin. Bants. It's going straight in that trash can. Because he's just gonna be sat there dry heaving because you two are talking about sexy things. Cock. <laughs> Moist. Is my um is my my voice alright from here? Do it's, I need to get closer? No, you don't. Okay. What with that potty mouth? You just see you <coughs> coughing nose, and spitting. Yeah. yeah. Alright, we ready? Hello and welcome to Too Much Time on Our Hands, the theatrical cut. You're joining us this week for a talk about vampires. As always, I'm joined by Sonia. Hey, Terry. And for this special podcast, we're also joined by Lucy. Hi, Terry. How are you, Lucy and oh, Sonia? I'm very good. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. That's all right. You, you can did say Lucy talk. and Sonia. Yeah. I want to know how you are, as well as Sonia. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also very good. <laughs> Lovely. Are we enjoying the moist weather? <laughs> Why is it moist? Because it started to rain. It's claggy. It's, it's humid. humid. Yeah, it's very humid. Very humid. I work in aircon, so I haven't noticed. <laughs> it's oh, great. It's horrible when you leave, though, isn't it? It's yeah. like walking into a brick bloody wall. Yeah. Um, I don't have aircon, and I've sweated in places I didn't know I had sweat glands. <laughs> there you go. Possibly getting, lost a few pounds. But today it's though. raining, so yeah. I have lost yeah. a few pounds, yeah. yeah. This is like the worst weather for vampires, really, isn't it? Look how, how we could um, yeah. say Segway into that. Yeah. See, it's not kind of irrelevant. The They'd weather. just be like burning up into ashes. They would. Yeah, because it's light till really late. Yeah, well, isn't it? that's so. why they all live in like Alaska and stuff. Mm. That's why you don't get many around here. What Hatfield? <laughs> Hatfield, yeah, because it's so Hatfield sunny. Hatfield in the Hebel Hempstead area. <laughs> it's, it's just known for its constant sunshine. Don't tell them where we live; they might all come banging on the doors. Yeah, true. Sorry, I got crosses everywhere. <laughs> 
so yeah, we're uh, we've got a heat wave at the moment. That's literally the most thrilling thing that's happening. At in the our moment, life. it's been going on for about three years, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if we had like a whole more month of this? Oh, don't. Every the English people will be so happy. It's something to talk about all the time. Like us, <laughs> it's like, Hi, how hot are you? Yeah, I'm really hot. Yeah, <laughs> cool. No, same time tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, I was in a lift with someone I didn't know. I was like, oh, it's hot in it. It's like, yep, yeah, I've noticed. I was walking to, walking into town with someone the other day, and they told me that their uh, jeans had stuck to their thighs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sexy times, weather bringing English people together <laughs> since forever. <laughs> yeah, fuck me, it's warm. Right, anyway, vampires. Um, Let's crack on. So yeah, the reason Lucy's with us is because um, my understanding is um, that she's actually a professor in vampires. Is that right? <laughs> yes, yes, that's Vampirism. correct. Vampirism. Yeah. Vampirism. Yeah. Um, no, Lucy, tell, please tell the listeners why you're here. Because <laughs> uh, I'm obsessed with Buffy. I think that's about. It. I think the thing <laughs> is, apart from that, um, vampires is like one of those things that I've always really loved. Um, even before it was cool, you know, there's one of those things like, oh, I really love that band, but now everyone loves it, and it's oh, a bit yeah. annoying. Um, but I've kind of ever since I st- probably Buffy was what started it when I was about mm, I don't know 14, 15 which wasn't that long ago um, <laughs> sorry last year wasn't it <laughs> back in the the 90s um, which was not that long ago yeah uh, and then I started reading kind of a lot of literature about it I, I won't get too um, intellectual about it Terry don't worry leather bound books yes I have many leather bound books <laughs> actually no mostly about Buffy anyway I will stop talking about her. Um, but so I started reading like um, in 19th century literature, like Dracula, obviously, um, a classic, and Polidori's The Vampire, which is like one of the first kind of known vampire stories. Um, and I just think they're such um, interesting characters and the way they've developed over the years is just, they're, they're, ch- they're constantly changing. And like the vampire now is very different from, you know, 200 years ago or whenever it was you know so I think that's why I kind of I'm really interested in it and that's why I made you um, bring me on <laughs> the reason I specifically asked you on is because you wrote your dissertation on oh yeah vampires partly yeah I might have um... and Lucy's now going to read that from start <laughs> to finish <Yeah. laughs> it's only 10,000 words don't worry it's very exciting yeah so I kind of did a take on the, the modern vampire and I used um, a, a mix of science fiction and um, it was actually the, the specific book I wrote on was completely different from any kind of film or book that I've read in the past, which was actually about a little girl who was um, a black vampire, which, you know, is probably unheard of for, the, for however many years to begin with. So you've seen Vampire in Brooklyn? I'm here to talk about books, Terry. No, not really. But it's like, it was completely, um, in terms of literature, having a female and a child and a black vampire was like completely different from anything else so it was kind of it was a mix between science and and horror anyway so that's why i decided to go down that route which meant i got to read loads of other um vampire books and watch films about vampires basically so hopefully cool. i can bring something to it yeah i think so so we're gonna do what we're gonna do is we're gonna record two episodes um, the first one, Lucy's going to be with us, and we're going to talk. We're going to do it a little bit differently this time, rather than talking about the films in depth to begin with. Lucy's going to tell us a little bit, we hope, about the history of vampires, um, and and then for the second part, Terry and I are going to do our weekly roundup, which is actually coming under like a monthly roundup because we haven't recorded an episode in so long, and we're going to talk about some of our favourite um, vampire movies. 
And I've just realised we agreed to do top fives, haven't we? Which I've uh, completely neglected to do because I watched that cupcake programme instead, <laughs> didn't I? Um, <laughs> do I get you chucked said it off? As well, it's not like it was me. No do I have to leave after the first one? Yeah, if you could fuck the fuck off, please. <laughs> Go and sit in your room. Yeah, I'll just oh, sit there the on the cat. sofa. Someone just brushed my leg with the cat. Wasn't it? It was a no, tiny ginger vampire. It was, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start making me cough. Oh. Yeah, so apologies in advance. Lucy's, um, Lucy's developed quite quite the cough moment. I've got a throat thing from when a vampire bit me. Yeah. That, well, so it never right. seems to affect people's voices, does it, getting bit by a vampire? No, strange. They don't bite their vocal cords. But they usually they? get their like, throats ripped out. So. What? In Nosferatu, he bites... Boom. He bites into the voice box. Does he? Yeah, he, the scar's like right in the middle. Well, how about that? Well, that killed that, didn't it? Um, okay, so the vampire subject was put in the hat by me... Um, because I quite like vampire movies, or possibly I was a, I was possibly only thinking of one movie when I put vampires in the hat, um, which is my favourite vampire movie by a long way, but also one of my favourite films, Twilight. which is The Lost Boys. Oh yeah, it's the fucking Twilight yeah. films. I thought you were going to say Interview. Um, <clears throat> no, The Lost Boys is my favourite mm-hmm. um, vampire movie, and and then following on from that, I also think that we like people in general maybe or maybe it's just me have a fascination with vampires and this thing that we find them very attractive and sexy um and that people want to be vampires and i was kind of wondering why that is and i for me the beginning of me thinking that vampires were cool and sexy was when i watched the lost boys um well, I certainly think vampires is probably the only sort of creature I think people want to be. No one yeah, wants to be a werewolf. People think about, oh yeah, it'd be cool to be bitten by a vampire. But why is that? Is it because you live forever and don't age? Or I, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping Lucy can shed Intimacy some light issues. on that. I think um, the, the werewolf thing, I mean, it used to be... Both vampires and werewolves used to be scary. So, I mean, shall I st- just start yeah, going? Crack just, on, crack um, on. So basically, I mean, you can kind of... The story of vampires goes back to, like, ancient Greece and Egypt and everything, and there's there's been things about the undead all the way back to however many centuries ago. Um, you can see them in drawings in um, Egypt and ancient Greece and everything. So there's no kind of firm, oh, this is exactly where it started. You you know, it's it's evolved over so many years that they they don't know exactly where it's come from were they blood-sucking immortals or were they a different thing yeah so basically there are the two types of vampires as such from like their descriptions there's the ones that are supposedly like hellish demons which are like the scary you know blood-sucking vampires and then there's humans who have been resurrected from the dead which is i guess what more what the modern vampire is it's you know someone that's is a it's not a zombie but it's someone that's been mm. bitten dies and then comes back to life um so you've got the two kind of types you've got the really scary demon one and then you've got the seductive mm. sexy vampire and the um it, it's basically impossible to prove where the myth kind of started because it's it's been so long ago and they were kind of there's always been demons in all kinds of literature um, and everything. So there's no real, like, you know, origin of it. Um, but the, the Dracula character, obviously, that came from um, Vlad the Impaler, mm. um, also known as Vlad Teeps. 
which is um, depicted in. Dracula. I think it's tapes. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's um, in it's in Romanian basically. Um, that's what I got on my notes. I don't know how you pronounce it, but um, he that's what the a Dracula character was based on. And there's nothing like that specifically says that he drank blood or anything like that. There was a lot of descriptions about it, and depending on like where where you read about it, it would vary um in the descriptions but one of the things that he said is they used to wash his hands in the blood of his yeah so it was like the 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 phrase bathing in the blood of their enemies it kind of comes from that i guess and it's kind of that's where the dracula character and i I read um there's a bit in oh where did i put my book yeah so i wanted to read this earlier to sonia but i thought i'll save it for the podcast that's a strange sound yeah is it someone's phone vibrating no it's a vampire that's weird, isn't it? Um, so basically, the the reason he was called the Impaler was because of one of his torture methods, which wasn't it wasn't like every torture method he used was impaling people, mm. but it was just like the most prominent, I guess. Um, and the, it basically says um, that a sharpened stake is inserted into the anus of the victim, and their bodies forcibly pulled up onto the stake by the ropes attached to the legs. So there's there's ropes attached to each of their legs, which what make their legs go wide open, and the stake's inserted, and then it leaves the vict- it, the the stake is then um, pulled up, and the body is left hanging like upright, and it slides down throughout, and that's the method like your of torture. Own body so I don't know if that's where the kind of staking comes from as well of the vampires, you know, I don't know, but that's like, um, it basically says it, it would slip further onto the stake and the sharpened end works its way up through the abdominal region. So it's like, it's that he had these really violent ways of torturing mm. his um, enemies. And that's where the kind of Dracula character is. I don't know where it suddenly went from being like this scary demon character suddenly to being oh dracula's really hot and sexy kind of thing but it's like it there was a a definite shift from like the early 20th century to like the later 20th century 21st century to where it stopped being a scare you know a demon character it's like you can see it in films a lot Mm -hmm. um from being scary to suddenly it's this seductive character Um, I know so it's the sodding dishwasher (laughs) it'll stop it stops it it, it just does that for about half an hour and then you know then it stops beeping it's really adding to the scariness sorry yeah um so I've forgotten what I was saying now um so yeah the the one of the things about vampires and the supernatural is that um it often comes around when um society is in some kind of not peril but there's something going on in society that people turn to creatures of darkness to kind of comfort them in a way i guess it's like oh no there's something way worse worse. yeah Yeah, it's like there's always there's it's it's usually something going on in society that makes um that brings it to the forefront so you kind of go on a loop where you don't have it for a long time and then suddenly you know it's a bit like you know during the twilight era suddenly vampires were back in fashion again and you had like uh twilight and then true blood and everything like that Mm -hmm. started coming out and that's what i was going to say about the werewolf thing they started being sexier as well i think people just find those kind of characters alluring um Mm. and you know i don't know can i can i say something about the going from a scary character to a sexy character or a more appealing character 
I watched um, a documentary about like the origins of the Dracula that we know, and you know, um, Bram Stoker's. Basically, yeah, it, it was specifically about Bram Stoker and him and writing the. When well, it wasn't specific, the, the bit I'm talking about is about him and writing the book. Um, and originally, he, um, um, I don't know if he wrote it as a play or if he just before the book came out he, did, no, he did write a play version of Dracula. And um, it only it opened and closed on the same night. But the the play version, I believe, or the the Bella Lugosi played Dracula in the thirties film version, but also on a Broadway stage version. And I believe the stage version had a gruesome Dracula. When he did the film, Bella Lugosi decided to dress up more sort of like suave. Um, and I don't know if that's where sort of like our interpretation of the more sort of like sophisticated slash sexy vampire comes from because i don't i don't really remember the book that well um to to remember how he wrote dracula like how he looked but i know that when they did the stage version um because when they tried to buy the rights from um bram stoker's wife um i know there was a bit of back and forth about she didn't want to sell them and because that's how we ended up with Nosferatu um, yeah so oh, they basically yeah, yeah. just filmed it um, you do like changing all the names but obviously he's an ugly character isn't he yeah. um, but then when but Bella Lugosi was desperate to film it but when he filmed it he decided to sort of like dress this I guess he didn't want to way. be known as being an ugly man did he she wanted to look a bit suave yeah I, I think the book even in the book Dracula is kind of this um, mysterious character um, and even the um, the kind of female vampires that are hidden in the basement—they're all very sexual. It's, it's, there's a, a lot of—it's um, always um, twinned with kind of, you know, sexual connotations. I think that's why, you know, the the exchanging of blood is a very yeah. Um, intimate. Thing, inti- yeah, it's an intimate. Yeah, exactly. Well. So it's not like yeah, and. And a lot of the time they'll like they'll choose to take blood from the thigh because it's you know mm. the the big and it's all vampires now and and even then it's it's sexy isn't it you know whereas if it's just like you know werewolves is like ripping the person to shreds there's yeah. no yeah and there's the, no foreplay <laughs> and the vampires always have to I mean they always seduce their victims mm. first there's always you know it's because there's also I mean I don't know if it's from like the literature that obviously now you have the thing of vampires have to be invited in I don't know if that's a more recent thing but obviously that's again part of like the seduction so that you can get in to get to them yeah there's I mean there's so many different rules and things and that's the thing there's so many myths and um, from different parts of the world so it depends on like what what you'd be reading to begin with I don't know where all of the different things come from it's like garlic that's such an old thing you know mm. like rubbing garlic on yourselves and things and that's like a lot of the things I don't even mention that anymore but um, obviously in Christian um, I don't know if it, about Christianity and everything but the fact that a lot of the time is they have to use holy water and it's and you know and a crucifix it's all um, kind of steeped in religion as well but I think in kind of modern terms they don't necessarily use that quite as um, explicitly although in some films so one of my favourites that we were going to Dracula 2001 religion plays a big part mm. in it and I mean, I guess I could talk spoilers now about the film, so... Do you have to actually... Well, it's... 
it fits in spoil with the, the film. <laughs> it doesn't spoil the film, but it spoils the twist of who Dracula is and why he is a vampire and how he became a vampire. I'd rather you didn't have spoilers. <laughs> okay, I remove that point. But there's a bit in that. In that, there's a massive reason, and even um, John Carpenter's vampires, there's a big reason why he doesn't like crucifix. It's not that he can't touch them; it's that they is it disgust Jesus? him. No, is it the nearly. Pope? I think the the overarching like theme um, rules Mary? are always like you know they can't go out in sunlight. Um, but then that's from Nosferatu, isn't it? If I recall, um, I think that's that goes back a lot further than that because they're like. Um, you know the the tale of vampires have been around since like the 1400s and stuff. Oh, like. I thought from what I read on Nosferatu, obviously <clears throat> they're not powerful in the daylight, but the yeah, daylight didn't might, hurt it might them. Be. But to try and get around the rights issue of Dracula, obviously they became Count Orlok, etc. And at the end, in the original, he gets caught out in daylight and explodes, and that he threw that in because it was a different way for Dracula to die, and he thought that would stop him getting sued because oh, it's not Dracula because uh, he exploded in sunlight. Yeah, because in um, the books, I believe he does get staked. Yeah, he gets staked um, and... eventually, but I'd, um, yeah, they don't go out in the day though in the yeah. book either because they have to transport themselves across the country in yeah. the coffins yeah. because they have to stay out of the sunlight, and um, which is uh, I don't know if I can talk about it now, which is why it. It annoyed me so much about Twilight because it was like, yeah, it's like it's just one of my the best things about vampires is that they can't go out in the sun. (laughs) It's like it's just one of their one of their major flaws. And suddenly, to they're in Twilight, their floor is sparkling, and it's like they're basically invincible Mm. to a certain extent there's nothing um obviously they have to in twilight they have to like pull their bodies apart and burn them and stuff but it's just like oh that's just one of the fundamental things about being a vampire that's one Mm. of the ones that is in most things is the sunlight yeah and it's like they're creatures of darkness you know that's why i think that's the adds to the allure of them isn't it it's like you know they can only come out at night time and you know they're just these seductive characters where now they're just like Oh, they're sparkling teenagers. Yeah, they it's just, just do not, whatever. It's not um, as as fun, is it? Going back a, a little bit about the um, the sexual nature of like the drinking of the blood, something that I either read or heard was that when Bram Stoker was writing um, Dracula, and you might know the book better than me, um, that because of the time that he was writing, it was quite a lot of like there were certain things that they couldn't right and they couldn't talk about it. so you basically couldn't have sex so mm. you couldn't have him describing intercourse for example mm. so his way of getting around that was the kissing of the neck yeah because it was considered quite sort of like not risque, risque. well not really risque but that was their way of was sort of the 50 shades of the day yeah so by him sort of like saying you know and he kissed her on the neck that was his way of implying they had intercourse yeah because he couldn't write that because they were, it would not have been published and he probably would have been arrested maybe but um, that was his way of like getting around it and that's where the whole sort of like the biting being sexy thing comes from because that's possibly. definitely a thing as well people being bitten seem to get off on being bitten yeah. like they're not like screaming oh, yeah. in pain they're sort of like Ugh. but also when you have like the main vampire who's sort of like they've bitten someone then they're like here now yes, you drink my blood they seem to like massively get off on it don't they um, but then going back again to you saying about people being staked um, something that I noticed because I, I was talking to Terry earlier about um, 
another thing which I'm this documentary I watched it said and I it, the documentary is quite old so it might have changed but it said that Dracula is the most uh, filmed uh, piece of literature so there are more films based on Bram Stoker's Dracula than any other piece of literature um, but specifically that story because obviously there's films about vampires yeah, which yeah. I don't follow that storyline but we've watched some films you know that film we were watching the other day it was absolute shit the uh oh, the one with the... the vampires out for blood which was yeah, kind yeah. of following the story but it was just pro- the one with um matt dylan's brother anyway. i was about to say matt damon's brother um, <laughs> no. but the 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 one that follows like bram stoker's dracula story the the very early one it might it's either nosferatu or um Bella Lugosi's Dracula. They Nosferatu was before Bella they Lugosi. Stay, yeah, but I don't know in which film I got this from. They, although it appears that they're staking the heart, what they're actually doing is staking to snap the spinal column. I don't think there's staking hmm. in Nosferatu. Oh, it must have been the other one. No, it's it was it was uh, Bella Lugosi's uh, Dracula where the, the staking uh, was to snap the spinal cord. So, but now we've got the thing of staking the heart, haven't we? That seems to be the thing. as well, don't they? Stake bam smack in the middle, which obviously your heart isn't in the middle, it's off to the side. And I think uh, in the book, um, they had to remove the head. Yeah. So that's probably mm. they, they the do same that, thing. Yeah, yeah. They, do, they do that as well in like the the earlier films. Um, Some of the newer films as well, there's lopping the head off mm. will do the job. I think it's interesting you said about the fact that it's um, one of the like most remade books ever mm. and it's the character is just in everything it's like there's even yeah. an episode of Buffy with Dracula in it mm. which is like brilliant because, because she's actually what like the Dracula yeah and, it, yeah. Yeah, and you're like no way and then she just she gets seduced by him mm. so it's like it's it was a, a much it was a different kind of vampire to all mm. the rest but then she was like eh whatever and kills him anyway in Buffy is he like the original vampire as well um kind of I can't I can't remember exactly yeah, I can't remember but either. I just remember that she's like starstruck and then he, it it kind of follows the same idea of having like you've got the um the servant of Dracula she, who makes Xander his servant and then he starts eating bugs and things and he, he he tries to seduce Buffy and he does to a certain extent but he doesn't quite manage and then he like flies off and becomes a bat um, at one point as well and it's just that's like, another thing that seems to have disappeared as well like the yeah. transformation now it's just they have fangs yeah they don't they don't turn into bats because even in other things they turn into other stuff like in Bram Stoker I don't know if it's in the book in the film he turns into rats and stuff yeah, as well. yeah. it's like no, rats, um, rats appear very yeah they can change they? into shapeshifters that's yeah. what I was thinking yeah that's the thing it's like with the the vampire lore as such there are so many different little offshoots and different stories um, which is why I guess it's it's kind of maintained its popularity and because yeah. it can change so much. Um, people still, you know, you you can people still want to want to watch them, don't yeah, you they? Stick your own little twist on it. Yeah, yeah, and I think some some of the films, um, people are probably watching and probably don't realise that they are actually watching a version of Bram Stoker's Dracula, yeah. like the actual sort of story that everyone's kind of. Because when you think vampires, you think Dracula. Like yeah. you think like, oh, he's he's the daddy of them all, but actually it's like you say it goes back like way way yeah. further it just so happens to be because originally he was not called dracula was it i think he was just calling him like dr vampire or something <laughs> like that but um when he started reading about vlad the impaler he uh, uh, bram stoker found a document didn't he where um 
he um, had actually signed his name Dracula because his father yeah. is Dracul. Yeah, and it's then Vlad Dracul. Yeah, <laughs> his father is Vlad Dracul, and then because he's the son, you had you add the Dracula because that means son of Dracul, um, and because he saw that document signed. That he and then he chose that name, and you can see there's like original, um, um, like notes. I guess Bram Stoker's original notes, where he's actually crossed out the original name, and he called him Vampire, but with a W. Hmm. Um, vampire. Well, I imagine he pro- probably because <laughs> he's from German, Transylvania. He's, yeah, I think w. like W A M P Y R. Yeah, with maybe? the um, Polid- I think Polidori, which is one of the f- is a like a shorter story, which is one of the first vampire. Um, like stories as such i think that was v-a-m-p-y-r-e yeah um and then there's like short poems and um there's one called uh camilla which sheridan lefano they're like a few precursors mm. to dracula but dracula was the first kind of full-length novel i guess yeah. um about a vampire as such but yeah it's been in kind of stories forever even back to ancient egypt they've got them in their drawings and everything which i think that's why they make them so interesting because it goes back so far yeah i mean it's like stuck with people and i was also someone else that i knew about um but she was also covered on this uh, documentary about the origins of dracula as we know him today was countess bathory mm. the woman who um killed like hundreds of slave women so she could bathe in their blood because she believed it kept her looking young mm. um which of course, when vampires drink blood, they and they become vampires. They they stay looking at the age they're at. They, they stay the age they're at. They don't look young. Yeah, well, yeah. they look more. Um, well, they, they're less, that... less creased. Yeah, their skin yeah. becomes translucent. They look like they've been and, botoxed. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think the thing, the reason it's like they're so alluring is because they, you know, they feed on whoever they want but then they'll kind of lock into a lot of films and books. They'll lock into like one victim that they then decide on, you know, I'm going to turn you mm. or whatever. So it's like, oh, I've been chosen. Yeah. You know? So it was like, uh, it was, I keep referring to Twilight because I happened to watch it last night and remembering how terrible, but also how much I love it. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's that kind of locking eyes across the room and that kind and of intense stare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how did you do that? Oh, I'm a vampire. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, but you know, it's it, in all of them. There's always there's the kind of main. It's a love story as yeah. well, isn't it? Even the horror ones when they're ripping their throats out, it's still kind of. Well, we, it's normally about a woman, yeah. isn't it? We yeah. watched. Um, I mean, we watched one the other week, um, and it was pretty like grotty and gritty, and nobody looked very nice in it. But the two of the characters were clearly like a couple. If you want, he'd turned her, and and. But he decided, I'm going to turn you because I like you and I kind of mm. want you to stick around. But there was nothing sort of like overly like attractive about them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They still look pretty shitty, but we'll talk about that film. Because then vampires generally have their familiars as well, don't they? That they like almost like taunt slash blackmail with the idea of becoming vampires. Yeah. Like, I'll do some stuff for me because you can go out and yeah. date and then I'll turn you later. Like their servants, yeah. basically. Mm. They're just like yeah you're never getting turned but yeah. can you see those um they crop up in blade quite a bit don't yeah. 
like the Blade. dirty cops and that. Yeah, what yeah, we do like, in the shadows, they've got familiars in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like sometimes they'll kind of cross over stories as well. Like, you know, familiars, to me, it's like a witchy type thing, you know. Mm. You'll get the different aspects of the supernatural. It's like, there's definitely two types. It's like the literal, there's the horror vampires, which are just literally there to rip your throat out and mm. suck on your blood. Or then there's the ones that are seductive, and there's a lot more to it than just you know I'm just gonna feed on you. It's you know it's the exchanging of fluids and everything. Yeah, you got like thirty days of night, which are just out and out eating yeah. machines, and then you've got an interview with a vampire. Where it's all very sexy and very extravagant. And I love both kinds. That's oh, yeah. the thing. It's like there's a time and place for all of them, isn't there? You know, depending on what mood you're in and everything. But you know, yeah. Can we talk about their teeth? <laughs> so some you might be able to tell us because you I think I feel like you've studied vampires I love how you us. think I'm just like this expert yeah. I'm not I'm not. I just did a lot of reading and Terry watching stuff so the um sort of like traditional view of vampires and we've got fangs haven't we mm-hmm. but they have their they've got their fangs which are more pronounced and then sometimes you see them and the fangs are a little bit closer together yeah so um, like Nosferatu again it's his two middle two, teeth yeah. but then I've seen um I've seen them where all of their teeth are pointy. Yeah. And they have like these very sort of like thin, sharp. Yeah, again, that's the like days of night. They're all. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they're, they're more like the horror vampires. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we were talking about like, you know, rules like they can't go out in the sun and crucifixes send them away, do they? Um, what's the deal with the teeth? I think traditionally, like when you, if you say like picture a vampire, it's the two teeth, isn't yeah. it? But Those I feel like plastic it's things used to get at yeah exactly. Yeah. But I feel like it's evolved over time. Like it's a bit like the face thing. Usually, there's no. I mean, usually, <laughs> when you see a vampire, <laughs> yeah. you know, when in um, a lot of kind of the older um, films, their face doesn't really change necessarily. Mm. Like Dracula, his face yeah. doesn't change. That's the point. He looks human apart from he's very pale and mm. you know that kind of thing. He's he's attractive it, he the the seductive ones they they have to be attractive to you because otherwise it's like well you know you look like yeah. a bus has run into your face i'm not gonna <laughs> let you suck my blood but it's like whereas the the ones the horror ones i think are more like all the teeth mm. and like well, the like faces fright night, he's got horrendous teeth in fright night isn't he mm. i haven't seen that but is it like the big it's almost like Pennywise. Yeah, it's like I was saying to Sonia. Um, I was looking through all the films I've got, and I was like, "Oh, let's watch I Am Legend." And she was like, "That's not a vampire film." It depends. So yeah, in the it, book, they're yeah, vampires, yeah. and in there's three films have been made of that book. Really? Yeah. I told you that the other day. So Sorry, I wasn't listening. The Last Man on Earth, which stars Vincent Price, in which they are vampires, and it is very oh. much the book. Then I told you all of this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you didn't. I did because we're, we're doing it on remakes. Then there was I Am Omega, <laughs> which is Charlton Heston, and there that's a weird cult that's zombie type thing. Well. And then fuck knows what they are in the I Am Legend. Yeah, see Smith, the one that I weird, know. Vampire zombie horrendous CG thing. Yeah, see, well, see, I quite liked I Am Legend because I mean I love the book anyway. Which oh, the book's my the, book. yeah, the vampire. How many books have you read, Terry? One. Two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
it's in that it's like they're scary to me i kind of i guess because i'd read the book it kind of was still vampires but it's more like vambies vambies <laughs> Let's, we'll have in that we're yeah. having that <laughs> well that's basically it isn't it vambies they're half zombie half vampire mm. But they're But then they're scary. still seductive in that book as well because they're trying to lure him out of his house. Yeah, but they're not sexy, are they? It's a different kind of... They're probably your kind of seductive. They're probably <laughs> trying to lure him out with a pork pie. No, they were exposing themselves. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, so they weren't like, oh yeah. Not like a peeping Tom. I'd do him, yeah. you know. Oh no, a flasher. Yeah, What's a flashers. peeping Tom? They're the ones that look through the blinds. Yeah. So oh. you'll be like having a crap and he'll be looking through the window at you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, so a lot of the more horror films, I would say they have more teeth. Mm. Whereas the seductive ones, it's just like, they look not kind of normal, they look attractive, but suddenly their little canines just pop out. So just it, some of them, they always have the teeth. Some yeah. of them, they grow yeah. when they're about to feed. I don't know if there's any particular rules about teeth, necessarily. And then there's even some that, like, I rewatched Byzantium today, oh, yeah, and they don't have fangs at all. Yeah. They have a sharp thumbnail that they use to pierce the skin, and then they just... Suck it, see that's what it? I kind of like the ones that are kind of the tortured souls where they're kind of normal you know and they've just got this you know they have to survive they have mm. to like you know suck their blood to survive it's like that film that we watched this week you know it was just it's, it's a different kind of vampire isn't it and that's the good I think it's evolving a lot now and there are so many different types but yeah, it's like the the faces, like in Buffy. Yeah, where they all scrunch where up. Where they can transform. I kind of like that. It's it's the Sorry. it's the both, isn't it? It's the seductive side. You know, they yeah, they lure them in, in and then suddenly it's like they turn on you and they're all scary and bumpy. And the ancient faced. ones always seem to be very ugly in every film. Even like Blade, like the original yeah. vampires, they're like almost translucent skin, mm. big pointy ears, and in the master. Yeah, yeah. the master yeah. in Buffy. Like yeah, the old even in like interview with a vampire, the older ones are all like yeah. creepy looking, and yeah, their ch- faces change and everything. It's like it, it's kind of showing how they have evolved over the centuries from being scary to mm. sexy. Mm. What um, what is a good um, in your opinion, having studied <laughs> vampires, um. And knowing the the literature, what's what's a good film version, or film versions, of the uh, of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula? I really like the one with, Gar- with like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Gary Oldman, Gary is Oldman a fantastic one. Dracula. I think it's Winona Ryder. Oh, it's been a long yeah. time yeah. since I've seen it. And Keanu in his British accent. Yeah. See, I don't remember that. It's probably <laughs> but, best. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Um, the the original like Bella Lugosi's Dracula is I guess oh and uh, Christopher Lee's yeah that's like Dracula. the iconic See, one for I me I don't I don't remember that but I feel like I've seen it because a, a few people referred to that one to me as the original Dracula but I was just like no because it was like 20 years after I feel like he's probably the one that people like he's the modern vampire so the fangs the seduction and that's Bella Lugosi for me. When I think of the original Dracula, but like, I think of in a horror sense. Bella Lugosi. I mean, like the Bella Lugosi Dracula is a PG now because obviously it's there's no blood and stuff in it. But watching it, I don't feel that that's scary. Whereas obviously the Christopher Lee one is a hammer horror, hmm. and it's out and out blood, guts, gore. And I feel like that's possibly why people think of that as the original. Um. Okay. Would you like to hear I a think... horrifying stat? 
Yes. Adam Sandler <laughs> is the most prolific Dracula at the cinema. What was he in? Hotel Transylvania. Oh, really? Because uh, number Hotel, three's just come out. I saw the trailer for that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just a weird status that Adam Sandler is yeah. the most prolific cinematic Dracula. Yeah. That is interesting. Um, I would like to say something about Bram Stoker Dracula, the film, because it's considered. Did it win awards? I, I think it won Best I, Costumes or yeah, something like that. Yeah, for like the backgroundy stuff, not actual. Um, it's funny because that's what I think of a lot of the time when I think of Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula is the costumes. Um. And the three, the, the sisters. Uh, yeah, the, the sisters, brides of Dracula. Like, the brides yeah. of Dracula, well, yeah, yeah. Or whatever they're called. I think they're, they're just, and I, yeah. Well, I think, for me, um, um, obviously I know the story, um, and I'm sure Gary Oldman is a fine, fine Dracula, but he's got two actors in it that I just find, I'm sorry, I know you love Keanu, I think he's... He's horrendously he's ter- miscast. terrible in it, but I also think Winona Ryder's really bad in it. And I, when I watch that film, I can't, I can't rate it at all. And although it's not the same story, if we're looking at a film with like, um, you know, a really amazing, it's not Dracula, but you, the, certainly the look of it, Interview with a Vampire for me like pisses all over it. Yeah, well, I, I think I was they're quite say- similar though in a, in aesthetic. Yeah, but the, you, you got you've got Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and that whiny kid but the all but those three and the the look and the 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 acting in it i just think it's just so above and beyond and for me um brad pitt i think the stats amazing but brad pitt as louis i've always had a real like soft spot for him um like it's just like one of the ultimate sexy vampires for me but i just i i've rewatched bram stoker's dracula because i've got it and i've watched it in the past and I've, it's always like niggled with me that i have not found it amazing and i'm thinking am i looking at it wrong and when i've rewatched it i just no, thought, I think it's i got don't a... think this is amazing because keanu is shit in it and i i really think winona Ryder is just very dull in it as well I think... and they're two key players in it I have to say though, like, and I'm annoyed that they're allowed to get away with it. <laughs> if you said to me like, "What are your favourite vampire films?" None of the Dracula films, I would say, would like come into what, it. The Bram's any the of Bram them. Stoker yeah. story. The, yeah, because I think the thing for me, the book is so it's just you just can't translate. I don't know. It just doesn't. Yeah. Although Bra- we both said we preferred Frankenstein, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I do prefer Frankenstein over a Dracula the book, but it's like. I all my va- my favorite vampire films aren't the Dracula films. Yeah. I all the films that I I never watched the Dracula films when I was younger. So it's like I came back to those um, after I'd read the book. Yeah. And so it's like I wouldn't say Bram Stoker's Dracula with Gary Oldman in is a good film. It's just it's like flawed, but I really really like it. Do you think so? Okay, then so of as adaptations of that specific story, do you think that's the best one because it's probably the most recognised one yeah I honestly can't probably the biggest besides budget besides the fact version. it's actually called Bram Stoker's Dracula um, th- I think it's um, the problem with the book is that it's all written in letters and diaries so I feel like it's mm. quite a difficult thing to then translate to screen yeah. but I do think it um, the Bram Stoker's one did have a lot of it in it yeah um, I don't remember um Bella Lugosi's and Christopher Lee ones well enough to mm. say I don't think it was such a long time ago that I watched so them. Christopher Lee is more of a vicious beast than a suave man yeah I quite liked um, I mean I wouldn't watch it over and over because it's 
silent and I get too easily distracted. But the Nosferatu. Oh, yeah, Count Orlock is um, so fucking but because, creepy. But you know, yeah. But because it's silent, and so you've you've got the text that comes up. Actually, as diary entries, that works really yeah, well yeah. because some <laughs> some of the um, you and your big chin. Yeah, fight this mic one more fucking time. Um, but some of the um, diary entries are actually displayed as diary mm. entries on the screen, aren't they? Um, and then obviously, then the other text is just and sort of like written. That reading but, and stuff. Um, I just really liked the way that that was done. Um, but just because of the the type of film it is, it's not something that I like have on. Well, you um, can't have repeat. it on in the background. No. Like you a, need to be not watching like a it. Sunday afternoon comfort film. I'm just going to pop a silent film on and not look at my phone for an hour and a half. Never going to happen, is it? Oh, just put on Bram Stoker again and watch Keanu get. I think that clock. yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like I wouldn't necessarily choose to rewatch those ones, but. Yeah, they're, it's, they're good adaptations, I think. Okay, then. So, moving away from the Bram Stoker story and just... Whoa. Oh. Sonia's, Sonia's being attacked mic. by the mic. I haven't even touched it. The mic's just fallen off the table. Moving away from the Bram Stoker story, and you said that... <laughs> <laughs> just hold it just there. Just hold it until we oh, finish I'll this I'll hold it. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say this bit. When Lisa's talking, I'm going to fix the mic. I've dropped my knob. Um, <laughs> it's um, gone limp. The as a, as vampire characters, then, and you said you wouldn't pick any of the Dracula stories as your favourite vampire movies. Can you co- cobble together a quick top five for us off the top of your head? Films. Yeah. Um, Let's leave Buffy out. <laughs> God, what the fuck am I doing, Terry? I might need your help. Um, a hundred percent interview with the vampire. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's probably. Um, I take it you've read the book. Yeah. And how does it compare? Because I haven't read the book. Yeah, it is. A, it is a good adaptation. I mean, the book's quite long. Um, there's like three no, of them as well. Yeah. Well, oh, there's loads of that series. Um, got, we watched Queen of the Damned as well, which I know. Let's not talk of that. No, I know well, everyone hates be, it. No, we will be talking about yeah, it. Yeah. Now, I mean. Oh. All right. Okay. Sorry. No, but if you want to, if you want to include wait. it in your top five. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. Are you firm enough? Now? No, the knob's missing. What knob? The, the twisty knob. That's what it fell off, I think. Um, Shall I carry on? Could you tell us about... You, um, you, you were telling me... I'm sure you were, it was Anne Rice that you were Not telling me about had like had changed the way she wrote her books because she became, yeah. She became oh, yeah, a Christian so, or something. Yeah, so basically there was all these... I think that's one of the things that probably changed um, the way that Dracula... Uh, Dracula, sorry. Got it stuck in my head now. The way that the vampire was portrayed. It went from being like scary Dracula to suddenly Anne Rice wrote these books where um, uh, Lestat and Louis were suddenly these really attractive characters and like Louis's very tortured he's like one of the tortured souls isn't he oh he's just I found he's... him a bit whiny no <laughs> he's not like, alright right you know how I feel about children right <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know I don't like them I care not for them but I always thought if I had a child I'd call it Louis <laughs> so in love with Louis from I just call Interview it with the Van- Interview with the Vampire but I love that he's tortured he just, yeah exactly he just looks like he needs a cuddle and that's the thing with the vampire I think that's why I like them so much is they're not like the, the like modern day vampires now <laughs> they're so t- they're such tortured souls I can not relate ev- to them not everyone <laughs> not just everyone just moping about would, all the time aren't they well not everyone would want to be t- so Lestat is all kind of like oh isn't this fabulous like who yeah, wouldn't yeah. want to be like me yeah. and Brad Pitt's just like 
This is awful. I've, I've yeah. got to kill people. And I like. I mean, imagine if I was made a vampire. <laughs> what the fuck? You'd have that? a lovely time. Yeah, actually, I'll I was gonna say. <laughs> I like the um the in the Anne Rice books as well. It's the added kind of rule that you. Oh, I don't know if this was an Anne Rice thing, but I just remember it being from Anne Rice. Is that they um kind of drain them of their blood right until the like lot not quite the last drop but then if they were to drink that they would then die themselves it's the kind of dead man's blood kind of you know so but yeah interview with that vampire is probably one of the first vampire films i watched um and i would definitely put that kind of up there in my top five um Another vampire film which is completely different from the kind of seductive characters is From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, obviously, yeah, They're you've got Salma Hayek. Is it Salma Hayek? Yeah. Yeah, who's like this hot vampire chick and then suddenly she just go, like, like goes... like a snake. Te- yeah, but then they just kind of kill everyone, don't they? So there's no, yeah. like, you know, seductiveness in there It's almost all. like a death orgy yeah it's it's just like it's that kind of thing i know which is completely different from that but she she's also an insanely sexy vampire yeah. isn't she before she goes crazy one of the oh. the hot vampires oh my god oh blade i love blade yeah um uh, he's another tortured one yeah and that again it's kind of um playing with the vampire story and he's got the i love the like light um, bullets and things like yeah. that you know all those little like extra touches um, I, I know I, I said I don't like Twilight it was one of those guilty pleasures I wouldn't put it in my top five but I think one of the greatest scenes in a vampire film is where they play baseball because it's just such a, oh, showing off their powers yeah but it's just such a funny thing to go we can run really fast and fly. Let's all have a game of baseball. Mm. You know, I just like that. And it's got Muse playing in it. One of those things is like every vampire film in just seems to have like metal yeah. and definitely um, sort of 90s, rock, heavy rock music. Yeah. So I wouldn't put Twilight in there, but I do love that scene. I think it's really, oh, you know, I think it's brilliant. So yeah, Blade. Um, what? Well, what I like about Blade as well, because he was turned, because his mum was bitten when. Yeah. yeah. And that's why he's a day walker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So all these little rule twists and things, I just like that they can play with them. They've got to keep it different, haven't Mm. they? It's like, well, how can we? And again, a black vampire as well. Yeah. How can we make this one different? Well, let's bite a pregnant lady. Yeah. And see how the baby comes out. Yeah. Um, what was the other one you were going to say? Uh, Buffy, obviously, the original movie. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that, that in donkey's year. We were, gonna try and, we were gonna try and watch it before you got round it, but we had about I can see four, it on the yeah, table. Four, we didn't have enough on, time. It's just been on the table for about eight years. Lucy's just yeah. never put it away. Yeah, oh no, it's like I just take it and put it next to me in my, in my pillow. Maybe I'll dress up as her on on um, Sunday at LFCC. That's London Film and Comic Con for you non nerds. Um, no, it's not going to be after you've just dated the podcast. No, I know. It's all right. It's every every year. You just have to listen to it at the same time. <laughs> just remember, it's July around then. And I hope that it's this hot next year too. <laughs> Christ. And it's going to be this hot forever now. And but it's, England got reasonably far in the World Cup. <laughs> it's just like Buffy's, that the, the film version is so cheesy and it is so terrible. Donald Sutherland, yeah, Donald it? Sutherland's The Watcher, uh, Kirsty Swanson and is it Luke? Perry. Yeah, Luke Perry from 1999. Yeah. That's who I remember. It's like the teen vampires, you when know. I, when I was younger, I remember when I watched it, my biggest issue with it was that she was called Buffy. Yeah, I know. I was, I was like, what? like, what's the shittest name ever? But then obviously yeah, Sarah yeah. Michelle Gellar comes along and you're just like, Buffy's the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. 
but it's another that's another character that's kind of like iconic to vampires now, yeah if you think dracula and you think vampires you think vampires you think buffy yeah exactly um cool any more any more um vampire films of note that we should be watching um, it's terrible, but it's got Bon Jovi in it, and it's called Vampires Los Muertos. We were going to watch that, weren't we? Oh, it's I nearly watching... bought the Vampires box set because it was a trilogy in CX. Yeah, for yeah, pounds. I think it's the second one. Yeah, um, I don't know what I bought that Is one he a first. Vampire in it? No, I believe he's, he's I a vampire think he's hunter. A, yeah, he's a hunter, and it's like it's kind. Of, it reminds me a bit of From Dust Till Dawn, um, except for shit. But I really like it. It's just, I can't, I mean, I say I really like it. I love Queen of the Damned as well. And we watched that recently. And then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but Stuart Townsend, apparently, I just thought was really hot as a vampire. Um, He's no Tom Cruise, is he? No, but it was just like, oh, I really want to be. You know, that's the thing. It's like, oh, you re- I really want to be that person. He's biting. I don't know why. What is that? Um, You're a weirdo. This, yeah, I, I know. Thinking. I know. Don't tell us you've <laughs> never wished you were bitten by a vampire. I genuinely don't think I have been. I'm not swearing on a live Maybe trip, I just... Even yeah. uh, Kate Beckinsale, if she offered to bite Oh, you. Underworld, of course. I don't know if I want to get bitten by her. I'd like to do other things with Wait, her. Oh, God. See, I just... Uh, <laughs> That's I, the over Vampires, <laughs> biting of the neck, yeah. Oh, God. That's why I'm on this me, podcast. It's actually giving me stomach pain. I mean, pains. she's possibly the best-looking woman with fangs. She just suits fangs so much. <laughs> Yeah, she was Why so was Van Helsing. Has... Was that? I don't think first? Selma Hayek has. Before no, she did Van Helsing after Underworld. Oh, so she features in that, does she? Is is that part of Underworld? No, no. Oh, she's okay. a vampire hunter in Van Helsing. Oh, okay. See, I watched that. Oh, I've got that. I'm not. Mm. That's shit. It yeah, is a bit it's now. Have you seen terrible. those a TV series? Yeah, Van yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Vanessa no. Helsing. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, mm, not sure about that one. Does anyone called Vanessa ever go by the name Van? I've never met a Van. That's no. a girl. Nessa. Yeah. Nessa Helsing. <laughs> tie, tie a knot in that. Yeah. Uh, I watched a film with Nessa in it. Nessa, yeah. So, I'm sure there are more. You know when you just... Yeah, don't go through too many. We've got to get another podcast out of this. Yeah, it's all right. I don't think Lucy's watched as many vampire films in the last three weeks as we have. Oh, yeah, not hell. either. It was it was a blessed relief to watch a film that didn't have vampires. In <laughs> I, it. Do you know what happened to me? So I bought the film. Um, we could cover this in the weekly roundup, but um, I bought the film Crowhurst, and I really, really wanted to watch it. And I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that, and that's gonna give me a break from uh, vampire films. Didn't have vampires in it, did it? The fucking disc didn't work. <laughs> when does that ever? happen? Was that a new one or was that a Kexon? No, it's a new one. When does that ever ever happen in real life? The bloody thing wouldn't load up. I was furious, so I had to watch. That's when I watched that shit one. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, you can't see this. I'm pointing at a shit film at the moment. Quite watched, furiously. Yeah. Well, I'm livid because I, I really wanted to watch this film. It wouldn't load up, so I watched a shit vampire film instead. It was terrible. It was so bad, Terry. I turned it off 20 minutes before the end. Have I you not finished it? I didn't reach the climax. Ugh, <laughs> oh, that's the worst. <laughs> um, oh, Christ. It's taking a turn, this one, isn't it? It's because I started talking about biting of necks and things. And thighs. Thigh biting. We haven't even got to the period blood bit yet, have we? Oh, Lucy's having... What? So I, well, I asked Lucy, um, because she knows, because she is a professor of vampires, <laughs> um, about the drinking of blood. 
And I asked her about period blood. Lucy. What? So do vampires drink it or well, do vampires have periods? That's what I no. no. So I made something up and basically, which I think sounds, you know, sounds correct. Um, but I think... You made it up? No, of course not. Um, I hang on your every word. <laughs> I know you do, darling. Um, <laughs> I think that it's like... This is, you're going to love this, Terry. I love your face already. I'm not already. Really squeamish. Oh, okay. It's like dead blood. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to say. It's like waste blood, isn't it? Yeah. It's, and it's hasn't not, done what it was meant to do. It's not even blood. It's uterine wall. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Dan? These, these, uh, these are the kind of conversations that Lucy and I have, I have over dinner every evening. <laughs> Lucy, would a vampire drink from a cemetery town? She's like, well, so. What you would about, like, they've got a sort of picnic camper and they just pull out a sanitary towel just you know, <laughs> you know pop them in the freezer like an ice lolly like, that, that would be a lot easier then wouldn't it like you wouldn't have to kill anyone because I was saying you know those adverts where they got like the sanitary towels they got the blue liquid yeah. do like a vampire one with the red liquid so just <laughs> gobbling it up um, but that's what I like they when they like have the, the blood bags just in their freezer mm. but it's like I think the whole point is it you know the blood is the life force isn't it yeah. they're drinking mm. that's keeping them young and everything period blood's not going to do that is it and it's not like going through the system either is it it's like just on its way out <laughs> uh thanks for clearing that so up, there you then. go there, there you go listeners uh vampires dan will like probably cut that bit blood. well dan can fuck himself <laughs> <laughs> just kidding dan i love you um and i, th- I, th- I think i told you both and i think i mentioned it last time about the um the documentary I watched about the people that really thought they were vampires and that girl made a smoothie by blending up livers yeah. um, because she couldn't get hold of any blood um, and it was the most like iron rich thing she could find or get hold of with these livers. Why did you just eat the livers? That's what I was thinking but I think because she was so convinced that she was a vampire and she wanted to drink blood she decided to blend the livers and I watch a lot of like horror stuff and as I've got older, I've got a little bit sque- more squeamish, but I think I've got quite a high tolerance for watching shit on the telly or on films. But watching that girl drink fucking blended liver was it was revolting, and she was proper gagging while she was drinking it as well. But she was just like, "Oh, oh. no, I need to get my iron in," and it's just like, "Have some spinach, love." Yeah, this is what tablets. I don't get. Go to Holland and Barrett. She's like, "Oh, I'm a vampire." It's just like, "Oh, get outside." Yeah, see, get in the weather. I love vampire films and books and all that. I think, you know, I was like, yeah, it looks really hot. But I would never go, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink someone's blood. And there are people that actually think that, you know, that <laughs> that it gives them life and everything. It's like, no, it probably just gives you It would be quite bad for you because obviously you get a lot of diseases from yeah, the blood, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not... It's I just imagine it's awful, but I also imagine that it goes cold quite quickly. So you know when you that's see them, in, well, you know when in, they um, see them um, interview for the with interview with the vampires, isn't it? When they sort of like you know they'll they'll cut themselves to like pour some blood into like a goblet or something, you know, like oh yeah. have a goblet of wine. Um, but I, just, I, I always think to myself, oh that's got to go tepid really quickly, <laughs> and then it's clearly got to be disgusting. It's got to be like drinking cold gravy. That's what, think, right, even I'm, when you cut yourself, if it runs down your leg, it's cut. You can feel it cold yeah, yeah. running down your legs. Does that happen to you when you shave your legs? Yeah. <laughs> that's you don't what have I know. Smooth I know, legs like I'm this sorry. without shaving. I'm going to talk about Buffy again, but that's like one of my favorite. One of my favorite bits. They're all my favorite bits. But when Spike has a mug of blood and he just sticks it in the microwave, warms Lovely. it up, and pops a straw in it, and Amazing. he's just sitting there drinking his blood in, with a straw. I just think it's brilliant. It's, it's like I like the comedic value, and you know, there's just like I just love vampires. I love vampires. Do you think they're real? 
Do, what do you mean? Do you think? Do you do think I there's think actually real vampires? Not as in people that drink blood. I was going to say. I think there are people that think they're real vampires. Live forever because they drink human blood. I feel like we probably would have seen them wandering around if that was because true. they can go out in the sun now. Because yeah. Twilight shows yes, that. Yes, but they do sparkle. They might be low key about it though. Yeah. Mm. On the D D line. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you think they're real, Terry? No. No. I'd have all shit in it. Yeah. Um, but then I probably would be surprised if I saw one. I'd be like, oh. but yeah, I don't think they are. What about werewolves? Nah. What about unicorns? No. Although I have a very vivid love of the supernatural and all things like that, I don't think I actually believe in any of it. None of it. What about ghosts? I don't know because I've had ghostly experiences, but, but I don't know if you believe in them. Tell us about them. Have I not told you about them before? I don't believe you have. So right, side stories. So my <laughs> mum and dad's house, which is, I mean, it's not that old, it's probably about hundred years old. Every single one of my family has had a super a ghostly experience in that house, independently of each other. Although me and my sister had the same one. In the, we didn't realise. So we were just sat in the front room watching TV. Had a key go in the front door. The door opened. Someone ran up the stairs, so we thought, oh, it's my other sister, so I've got two sisters. Have so you? Yeah, so we just sat I there. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've got two older sisters. Do you think it was the same one? A third <laughs> side note. Um, so we sat there, and obviously this person's right upstairs, we're thinking it's the sister. So me and my other sister were just like, the door definitely just went, like, Sarah's just come home, and we went, yeah, yes, yeah. so we went upstairs, no one upstairs. Oh, <gasps> that's actually quite cool. And that was like, both of us independently heard that happen. It wasn't like, did you hear that? My mum had an old woman sat on the end of her bed talking to her in the middle of the night. Do you know oh, what? God. Do you know what? All mums have got that story. Yeah. I'm not saying your mum's alive. My oh, mum's no. told me a story of someone sitting on the end of her bed talking to her. And uh, my, because what's quite funny is my sister Sarah 100% believes in all of this stuff. She thinks ghosts are real. She reads loads of ghost books. One day we were all, so it's like a three bed house we had. So we all had a, my sister shared a what room. is he doing just, just so you know that noise is my cat trying to eat whatever plastic thing is in he's oh, licking oh my packet of apples there you go he's oh lick- he's licking them all he's licking the apples look at his face See, I kind of, I think that's why I have such an affinity to cats as well. Not because of the licking plastic thing. I don't tend <laughs> Lucy, to do that in public. Lucy licks everything. That's why she's got a sore throat. <laughs> Let's not go into that again. Um, but they have their little pointy vampire teeth, don't they? They can be a bit they're bitey, a bit fangy, yeah. yeah. I can't, and yeah, they're quite aloof as well. That's the other thing. That's the, the other thing I like about they vampires. People love, like, it's that, I, I hate it, but it's that whole... Oh, I don't like you. I don't like you. Oh, you know, it makes you like them. Mm. It's like vampires are very. That's what cats are like, aren't they? It's like fuck off. I don't like you. Like, yeah. yeah, they choose who they want to hang yeah. around with. They're very. And the um, more you want their attention, the more they shun you. Yeah, them. exactly. And that's the same with vampires, isn't it? Like, you know, this in Queen of the Damned. <laughs> um, just I know. Sorry, but it's like she's begging him to turn her mm. and she and he's like no you don't want this you don't want this it's awful and you know and she's like no I know I do and the more she begs the more he says no the more she wants it so yeah, yeah. that's the cat the licking cat now showing us yeah I think all my ghost stories are just actually just cat noises in the background I don't have any ghost stories no. to tell or vampires all of mine are from stories. being um, young so I feel like they're probably not real ghost no, stories I've had other ones which you could probably write off to something as I say because it was both me and my sister both heard it and didn't mention it at the time does he make a noise I don't know 
is going to bite though. Because he's a vampire cat. Because he's a vampire cat. <laughs> you see a lot of ginger vampires, do you? Oh, because they don't. Well, they don't go out in the sun. Maybe yeah. that's why. Don't go out in the sun, but. Yeah, but vampires, think about they'd be perfect. It. Think about it though. If you were a vampire, and I'm at, Terry's probably the best person to ask about this because Terry's married. So the way I see it is, when people, when vampires choose someone else and they decide to turn them, so Lestat has decided to turn Louis into a vampire. He's obviously seen something in Louis. Yeah. Like, I could spend a lot of time with this person. Mm. Yeah. So I consider the turning of... Because sometimes they just drink their blood and let them die, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, um, that's like 90% of the yeah. time, isn't it? And then it? sometimes... Otherwise they just, they'd have uh, a whole army exactly. of people. But sometimes they choose to turn someone, don't they? And it's, that's got to be a little bit like... Um, surely like getting married. Because you've yeah, got to decide like, yeah, to be with that yeah. person. But that's you a choose, life sentence. Exactly. Um, Not quite as final, though, is it? Getting married as opposed to becoming an immortal being that can't go out in the sun. <laughs> But what I'm getting at is, um, I can't remember. How do you choose that person? <laughs> How do you choose that? Maybe that's why there are no ginger vampires because no, no one's nobody, a ginger. nobody wants to stick around with that. Um, just go back to when we first mentioned gingers and just slice it off from there. Um, Ouch! I'm getting all of uh, Dan's Facebook notifications pop up whilst we're doing this. Does that mean we can change his status? Should we frape him? <laughs> um, Old school. Oh, Touching my leg. Sorry, Terry. Is it time for me to leave you both alone? Well, Terry, have you got any more questions for Professor Vampire before she um, <laughs> I don't goes, think so. I think you were quite... Goes upstairs to drink Quite extensive. Blood. Is there anything else in your notes that you didn't cover? Because you were making... Well, I assume you were making notes. Oh, I only wrote like... She's currently drawing reason. swirly hearts. <laughs> She's drawing... I'm drawing of, vampires. Drawing vampires. Um, but yeah, is there anything on your notes that you didn't cover that you wanted to No, cover? I didn't write very many notes, so... It is a tiny, tiny notebook. <laughs> it's, it's cool, isn't it? the size of a postage stamp. Yeah. No, I didn't really write very much. Most of what I know is just from watching and reading. Watching Buffy. Stuff. Yeah, watching <laughs> Buffy and reading books and watching Buffy again. So I just know that it's one of... The, like, it's just one of those things that I've always liked and I always will, I think. So. Do you feel a prick? Yeah, a little bit. Hey! I made a joke. <laughs> <laughs> lol. Lol, yeah. Mega lols. Terry, you got any questions? Vamps. No, I'm all questioned out for now. Right. Are we done with uh, part one? Now Lucy's told us the history of vampires. Are we going to talk about vampires? Is there anything you want to add before we go into nah. vampire shenanigans in the movie sense? No, nah, I'm all about the films now. Right, okay. So that's our first episode over with the history of vampires with Professor Vampire herself. We hope you all learned something. Lucy, yeah. Please don't um, tell me I'm wrong. I hate of it. you're not wrong. Why yeah. would you be wrong? You've got a degree in this shit. <laughs> it was kind of subjective. That's why I make hates for a living That's now. what I was led to believe, yeah, is that you've yeah. got a degree in vampires. That's just because I wanted to be on is your podcast. Is it from an internet university? <laughs> <laughs> She's lied to me. She's probably got a degree. Did in she life. lie to you through song though? That's the big question. Always. It's the only way she does it. <laughs> Jazz hands. Yeah. All the way through. Vamp hands. Um, oh God. Do you want to do all your social media stuff, Terry? Okay. Yeah. So we are on Instagram as Theatrical Cut Pod. We post a lot of stuff on there. We are on Twitter at Theatrical Cut. You can email us on theatricalcut at gmail.com. That's our preferred method of contact if you want to get in touch about what we've been talking about or what the next pod's going to be about. about. Yeah. 
Um, I'm Prefax on Twitter and Instagram, and Sonia is Mallory Watch underscore Watches on the Instagram and Bloody Mallory on the Twitter. What about you, Lucy? Well, can people get in touch with you if they've got any vampire um, uh, inquiries? I'm uh, BuffyBot85 on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think I'm BuffyBot85 on Twitter as well. Do you I use believe. Twitter? A little oh, yeah, bit. you tweeted me earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, we have the most fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't use I just retweet random shit occasionally funnily yeah. enough i only uh, really use twitter to look at buffy quotes oh there you go yeah yeah um that's where all that's my how i get my news from. news from is twitter basically. that's how i find out someone died news. yeah exactly yeah. if they're trending on twitter yeah. yeah someone died i mean we had a close call the other week luckily graham at work gets um uh, sound notifications on his phone we know sky breaking news whenever oh, it yeah. goes off he's oh, like, oh yeah someone's died um, and we saw George Clooney's name come up on the screen. We were just I was like, like we had his bike accident. Sweet baby Jesus, yeah. And he'd like fallen off a bike or something like that. But he drove <laughs> into a parked car, didn't he? And it, you're just like, really? Really? I was ready to get the display out and everything. I got all the George <laughs> Clooney films to one side and I th- got, got my memorial roses and out. And tying it back in, obviously, George Clooney is in From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. Yep. One of his earlier film roles. Yeah. I really, really like him in that as well. I think he's it's a, really yeah, it is a good film. It. Lovely and tattoo. And he's even got that fucking shit, like, tattoo down his arm mm. that still manages to Up his to neck as well. Yeah. yeah. I like the way it goes up his neck. Um, All right, calm down. <laughs> but, you know, if I saw someone in the street like that, I'd just think, oh, dear, how common. I know this isn't um, about films. This is a film podcast, but I would really... I don't know if it has been made into a film, but the historian by elizabeth costova is that about vampires yeah <gasps> it's a it's up there sitting on my bookshelf it's a really good does, uh, good her, book does her surname begin with a i've just seen it begin with a k not a c yes it's a k <laughs> um i would really like them to make that into a film if it hasn't been already. terry has what? it been made into a film it's no good you looking at the book you're not going to go know that way title of it? the historian she just said no, the that doesn't yeah. jump out at me that no. that's been made they may have given is it, it because a, they've used a snazzier the word, title is it because they've used the word historian so you've just zoned out I don't know if I, it's been such a long time since I've read it but I don't know if maybe you can say um, in the next one but I'm pretty sure it's about her trying to find Dracula or something like that or the origins we'll do a quick Dracula. bit of research yeah for the next episode and let you know so then you'll have to listen to the next one yeah, yeah there you go. there's your cliffhanger <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> thanks for having me guys oh it's been an absolute pleasure thank you Lucy now hand over your badge and gun uh, can I come back soon yes you can thanks. Terry Mike drop Whoop.